Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, here it goes. Welcome to Played in Full, a podcast and show, a part of the Popcorn Frackers family from the Touchline Media Group. And this is episode three, Guardians of the Galaxy, where we will be discussing the last of James Gunn's trilogy. But first, a catch up on what we are watching the best MCU TV series, and what's to come in this week of screenings. So yeah, like um, today, obviously I'm joined by the regular cast. Above me on my screen is my That's... enemy. Wow. Why did you start off like that? I, just, yeah, I wanted to make it very clear. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, you, said, you said some mad stuff about me today. Like he... I won't even I won't even get into it, but you know what you did. You're on a PR campaign and only CJ knows what I'm on about. I don't need to, to testify right now. Ross, if you follow this guy on Twitter, you would understand. He's on a crazy PR run. It's, oh, it's I have the thing is, I've, I've, I've missed it today, but I know this <laughs> What is it? What is it? That is we, well, no, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that later. Anyway, was, my name is Scullivan Lafleur, but uh shorter known as Scully. And uh, yeah, I'm in a real good mood, lads. I'm in a real good mood. Oh, I'm not thinking about you, bro. And to Scully's right is Ross. Ross? I guess <laughs> <it's right>. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I had no idea for a second. I was <laughs> looking at you, looking at the screen, thinking, "Did you not know left and right?" <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I "Yo, did I get it wrong?" Fuck yeah, I just didn't know if the screen was different. I was just thinking it like it's like Zoom or Teams or something. Like everyone's <laughs> layout's different. But no, yeah, yeah I am lost. No, I'm clearly not recovered from my trip away over the weekend, even though I just said I felt <laughs> fine. Clearly not. I'm just completely zoned out. No, I love that. 70% Ross and below Ross is CJ Norris. So a thirty percent CJ Edwards, everybody. Uh, Let's give like a round that, of I'd applause. Ten like percent, bro. Uh, <laughs> I feel yeah. like I tell you what. I feel like. Um, Can Adam I just Warlock, say, CJ, your mic like, has changed. I don't know what you've done, but your mic has changed. What does it sound better? Or? It sounds worse. It sounds worse. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think it's well, a bass in his chest. You need to. Yeah, man. You literally said you felt like ten percent, and it got worse as you said. <laughs> Is that better? No, it keeps getting yeah, worse. It's still that was getting better. worse. Was it? Shut up, bro. That's better. Yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, my mic just connected. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's about ten percent. So CJ Norris, ten percent Cole, as they oh, call man. me. 
CJ, um, we gonna get you some girls, man. Don't we worry. Go, we gonna it's get not you even, some nah, help, bro. It's not even women, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just down on myself right now. How, how about we spend the first, the first three minutes? Just yeah, just how is everyone, man? How how are you, Scully? Obviously, you said you're great. Could you add more context? Like, like work on. Started a new job, and I feel like there is a lot of opportunity for me to grow forward. I feel like in content creation and presenting, I'm hitting a little groove. I think there's more, you know, consistency coming. Like, I'm happy I'm doing this pod with you guys. We get to talk about film. I'm doing more football-based stuff. Like, life is just almost hitting the sweet spot. I just need a couple more things to fall into place, but it's never going to be 100% perfect. If anybody listening can get me a one-bed flat in South London for £400, then my life would be perfect. (laughs) But (laughs) that's not going to happen. So, you know. (laughs) You You never know. You could live in a squalor. You could live in a skip like that guy. N- what a converted skip? No, I, don't, I, don't, I no, don't know. CJ, I don't know about that. CJ, have you seen the size of my TV? That's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> my TV is actually. Let me not speak because I'll actually try to find out my dress. Oh yeah. So next, how about Ross, man? How are you? Obviously, I can tell you're a bit lagging. A seventy percent <laughs> Ross is better than no Ross. Yeah, but you know what. You, I got back from Bilbao after a few days yesterday and I must admit, slightly heavy weekend. And I thought I'd just about recovered today, but clearly not. I'm uh, I'm still a bit out of it. But I'll be fresh and ready as we crack on for the conversation, I'm sure. But yeah, no, it's all good. Um, actually, likewise, on the job front, I've got potentially something in the pipeline for a bit of a change, Jeez. which is uh, exciting. That. I just need to see how that goes. I've got an interview tomorrow morning, so we'll see how yes. it goes. By the time the Ross. by the time the viewers hear this, Ross will have got that job. Go Come white on. man. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably have that job. <laughs> my employer knows. Inshallah. My employer listens to this and I've been sacked. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying to get away? Yeah, no, I love that, man. And obviously, CJ, you've been talking about having no riz. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to provide further context on that, because not a lot of people actually know what riz is and what it actually contains. It actually stands you... for charisma, which I never knew mm-hmm. until the other day. Yeah. Is it? Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it stands for, yeah. Um, life, life's just a bit like, meh. I'll make it, I, bought, I got bread, so I'm happy. But... CJ, you just moved into, you know, a fantastic city, yeah? You I did, and job. I, yeah, I got a new job. I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life, and I'm not happy. I'm happy, wow. but I'm not happy. It's It's really weird. What's going on? It's a weird space to be in, bro. But I'm good, man. I'm good. Trust me. I'll be I'll be back, man. I just you know what it is. I think because I just need friends out in the city. I just need some friends. I need to I hear yeah. I, I need me and Greg were with you yesterday. Like what? Yeah, but I know, but I know, <laughs> but what I'm saying is no what I'm saying. You was I, know, I hear what you're saying. And you know what? I was outside there as well with, with my London friends, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know, it's weird, man. I just feel like I need a hook from my mum. No, like, no, I, I, don't, I don't hear what nah, you're saying. Sometimes I Sometimes you need prob- a hug from Mumsy. I do get it. Every now Definitely. and again, you get that 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 feeling. That sounds like me, like a combination of loneliness in some areas. But when you said that, right, it sounds like, or you feel like you need friends, or you need to do more things. That for me just sounds like you need to explore more of your options and do different things mm. with different people. It's true. Yeah. It's but true. yeah, I man. Start, I might start going Wait, on hikes. Before we move on, Jude, how are you? Yeah, no, I was gonna say I'm I'm alright. I had a I had a, like a tough couple of weeks, tough couple hard working weeks, but I'm okay. I'm working on um 
a book at the moment, working on like a, a book project. Lovely. Two, actually, um, nice. looking wow. at some new work work options. Got a couple of freelance gigs going. Typed up a good interview with an actor, or an actress rather, who shall not be named for certain reasons. But um, yeah, man, like, like, life signed. is. No, life is actually is actually all right. But as everyone got, said, I think it's a thing you, of. You've better. got a poem coming out in some works as well, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yesterday. yeah. I've, yeah, I've got um, a poem coming out in George the Poet's new anthology. Wow! Book. Yeah, nice. Like, yeah, it's a good collection of um, different poems, um, a whole spread of intergenerational like black poets and writers all coming together, and I love it because it's basically everyone. Like it doesn't matter mm. what what level type of writer you are. Like it's a whole collation of the black British experience, like written through poetry and all of this. So yeah, man, some interesting stuff. But um, yeah, stuff, get. Man. Yeah. Thank you, man. Everyone's everyone's trying here. That's what I love. But yeah, getting back to the actual another reason as well that I'm game. a bit depressed is because hay fever season's coming around, and that's a really I was worried about presenting today's podcast because I felt I was going to be sounding mad nasally because of hay fever. But for some reason, I think my nose is traumatized so much it's just beating it. Like yeah, I haven't yeah, taken yeah. any tablets, I'm just over it. You but see, yeah, I man. don't get bad. I don't get bad hay fever yet, but in the mornings when I wake up, I need to like the hay fever makes me cry. Like my eyes yeah. just water for like three hours yeah. when I wake up, and then once I get to midday, I'm fine. I tell you what, my eyes were watering for though. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> CJ, the <laughs> same kid, I love that so great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I, I think I had the. Like I was the first one to watch it, a part of the the group, obviously, and I was holding my tongue because my first comment, remember, Scully, was that, "Oh, this nearly made me cry," and you're like, "Rah, what is it? Is it really a, a that thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, it, I can't lie, I called him pussy." Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I, 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 I like to rescind that. I like to rescind that. Now I've seen it. No, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna firm it. I'm not gonna react because you know me. I can be quite overreactionary. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna allow it. And let him watch it for himself. Like, I was a bit scared when Ross gave his initial reaction. I was thinking, Ra, what, was I just being a pussy? <laughs> or... <laughs> so I even I even went on Twitter, you know, I typed in, like, Am Guardians I pussy? cry. I, t- <laughs> I swear <laughs> down, I typed in Guardians cry. <laughs> like, bare, like, responses and stuff on Twitter, innit? So, you know, like, it was a super emotional film. No, CJ I'm must so have saw sure it last, right? Um, no, Scully saw it last. I saw, yeah. I saw it. Um, Bank Holiday Monday. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it, man. Um, before before we really delve into it, yeah, can we talk about like the state of the MCU, but like or how we thought yes. the state of the MCU was before we watched this film? Let's just oh, keep yeah. it a buck though. Yeah. Like this film isn't the MCU savior. Like, let's well, keep what, it what, what do you think? What did you think of the MCU? Like before we say all that, like what? Where phase, do you think what, what are we in? We in phase? Are we in phase five now? Or are we still in phase four? This is still phase four. It's still phase four. Yeah, it's near the okay. end. Isn't the Marvels? Fa- 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 yeah. So phase mm-hmm. four has been obviously they've introduced the shows, and when they when they announced they were doing shows, I kind of knew. Okay, this is where I kind of just separate myself a bit 
because I was mad into all the MCU films. I'd go watch all the first 26 films. I watched like within a week of them coming out. Mm-hmm. When I saw the shows, I watched One Division, and I was like, cool, but I don't know if I'm going to do this for the next show. Did it for Captain America Winter Soldier, and I was like, I mean, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. And I just didn't enjoy it. Like, I just did, I just thought it was very slow. And I like a slow burner, but I just thought that was very slow and boring and tedious to watch. Um, so then I start watching it. That's what I noticed with the shows. And then the films, when the films were coming out, the films were just genuinely not good, man. Like, I remember, I think it was um, Immortals, uh, not Immortals, um, Eternals. I turned to my friend in, like, the middle, you know, when they're in the woods. Mm-hmm. And, like, is his name Icarus, Superman wannabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah where he's like talking and I said to my friend I was like this film is genuinely shit like what's happened and then he was like bro I thought it was just me and we was just we was just like like what's going on but I, I just think I think it's it's one of them it's like it's kind of like getting to Fast and Furious now like do you know where everything is just too much like it's just too too yeah. much like can I ask I, you a I, question I though CJ go on was it shit because of the storytelling and the storytelling devices, or was it shit because it was representing too many identities that you didn't align with? What? Yeah, no, no, no. I think it was. I think it was too much. It was too many. Too many chefs in the kitchen, um, and it wasn't dealt well with. Like Avengers, it was like, and 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 the thing that pissed me off the most i know they tried to explain it like we weren't supposed to get involved in anything blah blah but like you might have been in the world for di- like you superhero you super superheroes have been in the world for this long and you've just done nothing but that's why barry keon's character was furious isn't it he's like we just do nothing we just yeah. watch them kill themselves yeah. okay, man! <laughs> that's, 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 that's a spawn impression <laughs> yeah no you, literally and can I also add, yeah, um, I actually do agree with you, CJ, but I would say, have you, or would ask rather, have you seen like a Chloe Zhao film before? No. Like she, she was a director of The Eternals. And for me, like when we saw the lineup of the different MCU projects that are coming out in this phase, the first thing I pointed at was like, cool, these might not all be for me, but I feel like they experiment in so much that something will be. And the Eternals, like the first time I watched it, like I was kind of delighted with it because it was a whole different direction. And I just came from yeah. seeing what is it? It starts with Nomadland. I, I watched mm-hmm. Nomadland like in the in the summer before and just like a, a stunning film. I definitely think you should add that to your list. But it gave me an idea of how Chloe likes to direct and she really tried to expose the different types of elements of human nature with these characters and putting up the big ideas of Marvel and like the Avengers and everything going on to like up together. But I do agree, like it didn't have enough time to flesh out these characters. I rather would have rather that had been like a TV series in order to do that. Yes, a TV you know? series would have been better for Eternals. But one thing I will say is it was always going to fall victim under the fact that, like you're saying, Jude, they tried to do something different. They tried to buck the the post phase one to three Marvel like trend, the way they've been making films, all of this. And they're like, yeah, let's try new directors. Let's try new ways of shooting films. So I don't think, even if they'd managed to convince Martin Scorsese to direct an MCU film, 
I don't think he could have made one that banged because following following Infinity War and Endgame is like you see at United and Arsenal where like we had managers follow Ferguson, Ferguson and Wenger. Like it's an impossible task. Like no manager can come after something that big and great. That's exactly what it was like for the MCU. Yeah, that I mean, like, because my, I mean, everything post like Endgame. I was just getting like the actual kind of timeline of like of all the films that come out. And since Endgame, I've not watched WandaVision, Shang-Chi, Falcon Winter Soldier, Eternals. I watched um, No Way Home. I watched uh, well, the, the Spider-Man one. I watched the most recent Spider-Man. I watched Multiple of Madness, which I just thought was pretty shit. And I've watched, obviously, GOTG3, Love and Thunder, uh, Wakanda Forever. But everything else is just like, I'm just apathetic about it all. And I think it is also because the fact that that first kind of through those first three phases, I think probably not from the very outset, but once it started to kind of really build, told not always brilliantly, but at least kind of structurally well, that huge kind of overarching narrative. And it ended perfectly with Endgame. And the way I can kind of compare it to, and I was thinking about this the other day, was it's like Harry Potter, like the, the original series of books. Mm. You know, Voldemort's dead, Harry's kind of won, blah, blah, blah. And imagine if they then was like, and now we're going to follow Colin Creevy into <laughs> his kind of adventure. And you're sort of like, okay, but... yeah everything's just happened. You've just had this massive fight. The big bad guy's dead. Your heroes have moved on. I don't really give a shit about this guy. <laughs> you know, like you suddenly, like you kind of, it's just, it feels like they've done it too soon. I, it feels I, like when Endgame ended, they should have said, let's take like a five-year break, properly map everything out, yeah. and then kind of come back in and just said, right, we're here's, the, here's the next phase. Past. Yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you know, know what, what though? Oh, go on, go on, school. I was just going to say, in answer to like Ross specifically, and then come back to you, I feel like talking about that list, the ones that you watched and you missed, is you probably missed the more exciting new ones Yeah, to yeah. watch the properties you'd already seen. And I think yeah. it's hard, obviously, right? Because MCU is based on comic books. Comic books are pretty much always going. Like, there's never really a comic book break that is longer than a month. Like, so they're kind of trying to use that, but obviously in cinema form. And I feel like they did really well at continuing it in certain ways. They've tried to break home, right? So you're talking about the overarching narrative. And even though this is a soft reset, it's still a soft reset. So there is a narrative that they're trying to break home through one division and through Loki. And it ties into most of their other series. But mm. I think a lot of people, we're, we're all guilty of it. But I think a lot of people, especially like when you look at the zeitgeist, are judging Marvel on like, where it is now when it's the very beginning of a phase when we know they're going again to phase six right so we're just getting to the end of phase four they've just introduced the big bad who obviously we're gonna have to talk about some point kang which might have fucked up their whole plans because you know yeah, jonathan yeah. majors is a nasty guy but like throughout the series and the and the films they've been leading up towards that and although I actually agree with you in terms of like, I don't think the stories are told as well as they were in like, for example, Iron Man 1 and 2 or Captain America 1 and 2. I do think, like I was very disappointed by the properties I was excited to see. So like the Doctor Strange film, the Spider-Man film, all of this shit. But I was, I've really enjoyed Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's like one of I'd my... Say, I'd say that's my second favourite film. I think it's, it's it's fresh, like in terms of the fight scenes, they put in a new hero, a new perspective, and they've made you enjoy him, and they've built a character. 
Eternals, I didn't enjoy as much, but I can see what they're trying to do. I really enjoyed Guns of the Galaxy 3, and I get it's not fully in this phase, but it is. Wakanda Forever, I enjoyed it for what it was as a Chadwick tribute, and it's I can't judge it entirely within the phase of MCU. Purely uh, can I just interrupt you there? I don't like yeah. the face CJ made when you said Wakanda Forever. <laughs> You look mad disgusted. And I'm on episode one hundred, on episode one hundred, it's just going to be an intervention, and it's us talking to CJ about his anti-blackness. Now, yeah, we'll no, we're, we're building up a case. We're building up a recall yeah, case for all yeah. of these episodes, and we're going to like take every comment, and we can build a whole episode. Like you know, them, <laughs> you know them Joe Biden episodes when they play like twenty minutes of a preview of an argument, and then yeah, they get into yeah, the, yeah. it's going to be exactly like that. That's what we got for him. That's what we got for him. Don't worry. But yeah, we're kind of forever. Like, it's hard to judge it because I'm sure they had like an idea of where it's going. And I think Black Panther and Doctor Strange specifically were supposed to be two staples of this phase, right? So it's going to be those two. It's going to be Captain Marvel. It's going to be Spider Man. But obviously, Chadwick's passing, rest in peace, probably for a spanner in the works. They've now gotten this villain Kang and him being like a nasty, abusive man. Allegedly, 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 um, has become like that's also thrown a spanner in the works. So they're kind of they've got all these moving moving pieces, but it's also become something that's bigger than just like because MCU started. It was like just cool comic book movies, mainly for like teenage to like forty five year old men, and now it's like we make stuff for everyone. So they got Miss Marvel, and it's like an Asian like superhero that is for teenage girls. Then you got She-Hulk that was really Ali McBeal, but with a Hulk storyline in the background. And it's actually like mm. a fairly funny superhero sitcom. Like I actually enjoyed that. Jude, obviously you remember you were like, no, nah, I'm not watching. I was like, bro, it's actually quite funny. Try it. And, and like, he was like, yeah, yep. I love it. Like, by the time I, I loved it. It was so, it was, it was surprisingly funny, man. And I still know some MCU fans who are like, oh, I'm never watching that show. I refuse to watch that show. And it's like, they're trying to live and die by that whole former layout as like Ross was describing. Like the, the ultimate build-up to like Endgame is, is gone. We need to, we need to assess yeah. that. And you know what, though? When, when, when the films were coming out in Phase 4, and obviously they were they were a bit lackluster at the start and whatever and throughout. I was always saying people need to calm down because if you rewatch the first first uh, Infinity Saga, for me the films don't get good till like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, bro, so I don't even think that. I think some of them are good. I just think some of them are dry. I think we yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some, of are, some of them are dry. Yeah, like yeah. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron is a shit film. Whoa, 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 whoa. Of course you love it. I don't love. I don't love it. I just think it's. Old. I just think it's very underrated. I just think man underrated. Personally, bro, I think there's very <laughs> little to rate. <laughs> all he was, all he was, was a very poor rendition of Cell from Dragon Ball Z. Fam. Yeah, they fucked up Ultron, who's probably one of my favorite comic book villains. He's one of my favorite comic book villains, but trust me, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's an okay film. But as I was saying, I used to say to people, just <laughs> calm down. When we get to like phase five and six, it's all gonna make sense. But yeah, for it. me, the way they've done this, the way they've handled this multiverse story, it isn't making like it isn't making sense like at all. Um, I feel like there's too many loopholes. It's like, um, mm. did you watch the CW's The Flash? 
ジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパンのジャパン
Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, so yeah. I did like it from that yeah. perspective. It's it, it does hit that nostalgia pop, which I kind of think kind of cheapens it. And like with like Multiverse of Madness and Jude, when you're kind of talking about obviously like Eternals and that mm-hmm. the reaction for that was kind of negative, but Chloe Zhao is a really good director. Yeah, Nomadland's an incredible movie. And then you kind of think Multiverse of Madness was meant to be this kind of build as this more horrifying, actually kind of scary kind of take on Doctor Strange. Directed by Sam Raimi, which is obviously like great kind of stuff with things like, you know, like the Evil Dead trilogy and things like that. But then you kind of also kind of hear about the production, the fact that Feige and kind of some of the producers of the MCU took more control over those because Sam Raimi's cut and kind of approach was actually meant to be a lot darker, a lot kind of scarier. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously they've said, you can't do that. We're going to rein you in. And that's some of the criticism I think I've kind of also read in the past from some directors. It's like, you are a director, but you're following a blueprint. Like you, you yeah. can add certain flair on, but ultimately you are just kind of following what's already been decided. Has to fit, and maybe yeah. just you're, mm-hmm. you're using a shot style that kind of looks like your work. And I think, yeah. you know, the whole multiverse stuff, I just think it's kind of, I think it's going to lead to com- like something that's convoluted. I think, you know, CJ, to your point, I think it's a bit clunky. I think it opens up too many doors and then it kind of, I guess, leaves, you know, any option for anyone to come back at any time. And it kind of, it also means that things can't be quite so poignant. Yeah, there's and no, there's, there's no, there's like, no um, there's, no, there's no end game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's well, no, no, there is no finality. And like, if someone right. dies, same thing, like Gamora dies in, in um, does she die in Infinity War? Is it? Yeah, Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yeah, yeah, Infinity she War. Dies, she's back. Oh, but it's not the real Gamora. It's like, yeah, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem. And I think with yeah. this new wave of stuff, because that whole multiverse stuff, they, you know, phase four kicked off with all those TV shows. I'll have my hands up. I have not watched a single MCU TV show. Not because I'm not interested in them. It's just because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like that's too much time for me to invest. And I think mm-hmm. part of the other reason why this phase in particular has kind of got a bit of a negative rap is the fact that you have a casual movie-going audience who have turned up and said, who the fuck is this guy? And it's like, oh, have you not watched eight episodes of WandaVision and then eight episodes of Cap- you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Cap- yeah, banking on that audience. Yeah. Do, you know like, well? yeah. do, you know, do you know what as well? James Gunn, just to point out, James Gunn didn't want Gamora to die in um, Infinity War. No. Yeah. I do think, yeah, that I, you're, everything you said is right, but I do think on, on two points that, um, yeah, I Jude knows this about me because we speak about it a lot when it comes to manga, yeah, and even books like books in general. Like writers can do a thing where they write a world so vast that it becomes too convoluted. Like I completely agree with you, but I do think there is um pros and cons to this. They're basically covering their own backs. And to my earlier point, that we're looking at MCU that is essentially trying to be cable television, isn't it? So it's like we yeah. have something for everyone here. Like whether you want an adult cartoon or a cartoon actually for kids or a show for Asian girls or a show that is for uh, East Asian teenage boys. Like they're trying to get everything done and it's going to be heavy and I don't know if they're going to be able to do it all. But I also think you should go and watch some of those shows only because the, I think some of them will change your mind, especially One Division, Loki. And Moon Knight, I think that Loki's your mind. Loki's really good. Loki like, is like, incredible. I love the la- it. The last yeah. episode, the 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 episode that introduces, obviously, you know who, 
um, is you can say Kang's name. It's you okay. Say Kang. <laughs> You're not gonna appear in a portal it, in Murky, bro. It's, it's, I should he, also say that I know kind remains, of the bulk of what happens in. It's in he who remains actually, but yeah, yeah. no. That, that is that, very so when I when I had when I had um, COVID and I was in the hospital, I, I like just watched Loki, and honest to God, the the last episode, like my heart rate was going up on the monitor and the woman come to me she was like are you fine i said yeah i'm cool i'm just watching the show <laughs> like genuinely that, that happened yeah, no. so uh, like, i think yeah, low key so that's good. like the power that's the power of of like um marvel and the shows like as you like both your points combine like um scully and ross like um i definitely see that there's a cap on these directors and the work that they can produce through this like kind of marvel lens that's been set up and established but I also feel like it's so interesting and intriguing that they can play with all these different types of genres now and try to invite like such a broader spread of fans because yeah, it has been a trial and error thing, especially with the TV shows. And I found like the responses to each of them have been quite unique. So She-Hulk, well, actually the woman-led shows have been riddled in incel culture in terms of response. Like they yeah. tried to sync it with the reviews but after every episode, yeah. it kind of like built up in and maintained such an audience that people were like, you know what, this is actually this is actually like really good. Like I'm actually excited to see how they implement that into like the main kind of the main MCU, like you know what I mean, the actual mm-hmm. movies and cinematic mm-hmm. universe. But yeah, generally, I think they have so much to play with, and from knowing like other. Like the other day, for example, we were discussing like the different routes that they could have gone. For example, with the Hulk, the Hulk has always been probably my favorite, my favorite Marvel character. Very simplistic when you look at it, like from the outside through these TV shows and and stuff, the animated ones. But the actual nature of the Hulk and the investigations into his story and as to why he is what he is is so fascinating. And they went down the comedy route. I think at that time, to appease the fact that they had such a young, impressionable audience, but imagine a Hulk nah, that was do you know, dark I think they're just doing to do so many. I don't think they want to do so many reboots because they did the Edward Norton, and that actually was like fairly True, successful. Yeah, well. That was fairly successful, and then the MCU started. I really, banging, I really like that one. They didn't bring Edward well. Norton in. Yeah, they didn't bring Edward Norton in, so it was just kind of like that, uh, no, oh. no, that no, that's wrong because uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk was always supposed to be in. That, yeah, that's so the in the MCU. The incredible Hulk. Incredible, it came. It came MCU, after. Yeah. It came after Iron Man. Yeah. I always used to think it was first, and it came after. And yeah, then so yeah, Robert Downey Jr. in the end in credit the, scene, in the end credit yeah. scene, you see, you see Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Yeah. Ross, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I knew they, the I knew they was, used the same General Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was reading somewhere recently that apparently that there was like a license issue because like you know like Spider Man the rights yeah. are in yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought that someone said it was this basically the same for the Hulk yeah, so they'd got was... the rights to use the character but then they were having issues with giving them in individual movies so then they basically like full Ragnarok they were like it's almost like a Hulk movie because it's like Planet Hulk and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he's kind of, when he's the gladiator and they're saying so they're using films to subtly make films about the Hulk yeah, and obviously like the, what's the new Captain America one it's like it's Thunderbolt Ross it's going to be everything like that because Harrison Ford's cast yeah, in they're, that they're, they're, they're the whole plot is like things. yeah yeah and they're kind of he's, saying that is actually going to be a Hulk movie but they're just nah, calling it Captain America it. so that it rights wise they can get around it 
they're wasting it. Planet Hulk is my my favorite comic book. I I own that one somewhere in a suitcase. I, I last had it out in uni, so somewhere in a suitcase. And Planet Hulk is absolutely my favorite comic book story, and it goes into World Walk Hulk. I was gonna say like, that's that's yeah. my World favorite. Them comic two, book story. them two back to back, them two back to back are the best Marvel project. I'm a DC fan in it, but in terms of comics, but them two are the best Marvel projects probably to me. And the fact that we never got a film version of them and they kind of just sprinkled it into a full film gets me so vexed, especially when I look at what four has become and how much like, because I always, when that four film came out, yeah, for Ragnarok, I was controversially not a fan of it. And I know a lot of people love it and I get why they love it. But I don't I think it moved see, the story forward. I didn't like I, it. I, didn't I think, like it, I think well. it became Thor too, uh, it became too comic. Like four, yep. four became comic relief, and like it stopped. Obviously, two was shit in it. Four, two was shit, but one was good, and it had crosses between being funny and being serious. Two was too serious, then three was too funny, and then since then they've never got the balance right again. And he's just comic relief, and, and Thor like Thor, Hulk. Thor. This is it, and Hulk has like Hulk and Thor. Sorry, have a symbiotic relationship, and they two have some like the most complex comic storylines. They go through bears in it. Mm-hmm. And like four's just a joke, and we're never getting a full like even the way spoiler alert, but um in the She Hulk in the She Hulk uh series, basically Hulk has a son in it, yeah. And like, but the way they tell you is the way I just told you, Ross. Like they don't really like introduce where his son's come from or give any background or anything. He literally just pulls up to a barbecue with his son and he's just like, Yeah, so this is this is a thing now. In a in a like, fucking tank top. <laughs> Bro, I saw that on you. I saw that on um, on, I think like heavy spoilers or something. Um, Bro, they didn't even say his like name. There was no yeah, yeah but it is Scar, it yeah, just, it is Scar. Yeah, it is. It's fully yeah. him, and Amen. it's like all of these. That's it. All of these comic book properties that have six storylines, they just they just dashing them, and it's like it's it's a shame. But like you were also yeah. saying, the, the properties are too big and it's too much to catch yeah. up with everything. So guys, however, oh, okay. No, I was just gonna say let's talk more positive of it because you, obviously you know what I, I want I wanted to say yeah I think that is that is a brilliant way to segue into Guardians of the Galaxy Three because I think the comedy element is something that I discussed a lot and just so I could ask actually like um because remember we were discussing this Scully about Guardians One and Two so Ross and CJ like. You see the elements of the characters like Rocket, for example. Obviously, Guardians 3 is basically based on him and his story and everyone else's character arcs kind of coming to an end and being fulfilled through that journey. But, you know, like the little kind of anecdotes that he was making towards his existence in 1 and 2, do you feel like they felt like traumatic things or it felt more like comic relief moments? Um, I thought it was comic relief moments, but there was like you could tell you could tell that he was he was doing it as comic relief because he didn't want to think about it. If that makes sense, yeah. That, see, that's what that's kind of how I felt as well. And I feel like because Scully knew of the comics much more and knew that yeah, mm-hmm. there was kind of this relation between the High Evolutionary and Rocket. That no, nah, that's not that doesn't exist in the comics. I oh, it this, they've written this for the film, but. I thought okay. in one, I thought in one it was traumatic because I'm specifically speaking to you know the jail scene where um mm-hmm. where uh 
Peter calls him raccoon and they try to take the, the remote or the gun off him or something and he goes mad and he's basically yeah. crying. He's like, don't call me a monster. Da, da, da. I was like, that wasn't yeah. comic relief at all. Like, he was just good. Like, he was really sad. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about, I forgot about that one. Like, yeah, I forgot about that. That that's the only that's, time that's the money, exact man. same point I was going to bring up. But yeah, there's that whole bit where he's there. Like, he's drunk at one point as well. And he like, yeah, and he gets steaming, and drunk. He, yeah. And then he's just like, calm down. And he's just like, no, everyone's calling me vermin. I'm not yeah, vermin. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. And I was like, oh shit. So I, I think in number one, Rocket he... is a top five character, and he was before this. Oh, anyway. yeah, so... yeah, but yeah, but yeah. yeah to no, one, I agree. I think in one, I think it's like I obviously me and Jude were talking about the weekend, and it's quite interesting that CJ, you thought his comic and Ross, you saw the trauma because I was like, yeah, for me in one, it was just trauma. Like he's always no, no, no. I, I, I said it. Friends. I said it was more like it was more like comic, ma- like trauma masked in masked. In, com- in like yeah, comedic that's, value because it's I like thought. it's like you you will laugh at it but it's like rah it's serious what you're saying do you see what I'm saying like yeah. that's what it felt like to yeah. me like you're both sick fucks no but it's it's no, true but I, no but I, no, <laughs> no, no that jail scene that jail scene and that one in the bar when they're getting bro, Steven, that, there's nothing. I, no, I want you both to go back and watch that film I watched them I watched them before I watched them before I went to watch number three but my, my thing is here, you can't you there's no way of seeing that for me as serious as you can watch the entirety of Guardians 3. Like you wouldn't put it at that level. Like, yeah, it probably was traumatic, but this nah, I think I genuinely touches different levels of traumatic. You just you don't me. know what the trauma is, but it's like for if you go out yeah and you see someone at a bar getting licked and they're talking about like, I don't want to talk about my past. Like you're not gonna be like, right, that's jokes. <laughs> like, no, but I, I I hear it. But Guardians of the Galaxy for me was the first comedy, the first comedy MCU entry. So no, don't, don't get me wrong. I do that, think Guardians. I do think Guardians in general was funny. I just mm-hmm. think he he generally like when he was talking about his past in those films was not funny. Like I I generally always took it as a serious thing. Hmm. But yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe I explained it wrong. I didn't say it was funny, funny like I was laughing. That's I know, why I, I know what I mean. Anyway, that's why. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's why, why I'm I'm, I to... said comic relief. You know what I mean? No, like, I do. Yeah, he has comic, been comic you know, relief as well. I do. Think I did... Throughout the films, he's been comic relief. And then we talked about the trailer because watching the trailer, I expected so many things. And again, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, I expected. Drax yeah, no. Nah, wait, 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 wait. Super spoiler alert! Yeah, mm-hmm. because for the next fifteen minutes, we are going to dissect this film and entirety and what happens so if you haven't seen it we're like just go Get to 55 minutes go to 55 <laughs> minutes and at 55 minutes i'll tell these guys to stop the spoilers in it yeah no. it like they did rocket nice eh? save <laughs> <laughs> nice save no but for real like literally that's what i thought i thought boy there's, there's just a lot i thought everyone was dying i didn't i didn't think anyone would come out alive except maybe nebula Cause I was just like, why would they kill her? Like, that was I thought Mantis would survive. I thought Mantis was, yeah, Mantis, was too Mantis, much of yeah. a pacifist in that sense. She's not really on war like that. I thought Drax would die for the cause. Peter would die for the cause. Nebula would probably. Yeah, Mantis herself. would die for her friends, but I agree with you. I didn't think she was gonna. Yeah. Die. I didn't. And Rocket, that. Rocket, I just did not expect should this I, to be. As should deep. I tell you what I thought was gonna happen? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought Rocket was going to survive. I thought Drax was going to die. And the reason why I thought Drax was going to die is because of all of the um, because of all of the promotional stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Rocket and Drax are like best friends. And I thought Groot was going to die, sorry. Um, because Groot is like the family dog. Now, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know. Have you, man, have you, man, played? Uh, God, <laughs> is he like, is he man, like the family uh, child? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> have you, man, played God of War Ragnarok? Yeah. You've all played it, yeah? No, not yet. No, I haven't. I haven't. I don't want okay, to. Well, I've got it sat downstairs. Well, but, I can't. Well, I can't yeah. fucking say what I want to say now. But basically, <laughs> basically, the director said something had to happen because they're like the family dog in it. You get me? And I was like, it's oh, yeah. that makes sense. But that Groot sense. is not the family dog. Respect Groot a bit. He's the yeah, family Groot, teenager. No, Groot but, is actually no, but, alive. And meaning, and... no, meaning like, meaning like, like he's no, the one that the, the audience cares about the most. Yeah, yeah you, you get me. Him. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So right, like, that's yeah, what that's what I thought was. Good. I I thought someone was gonna die, but I didn't think it was gonna be Rocky. I thought it would be Drax and Groot. But I'm glad they ended lie. it the way they ended it. And when Drax I got thought, shot in the chest in in the thing, I yeah, thought he was gone. I thought he was gone. I thought he was dead. I thought he died twice in it. It was when he yeah. got shot in the chest, and at the beginning when they were when fighting, Adam was Warlock going in, in him. Yep. Yeah, when Warlock <laughs> comes in on smoke, I thought they were all bland. I was like, they're all dead. Like they're all dead except Nebula and Pete, and the whole thing is just going to be them two on a revenge mission, <laughs> just yeah. trying to kill. Adam yeah, yeah. Warlock, they leave I, I thought they were going to do like a. Um, an Infinity War start thing, like when when Loki got wrapped in that yeah, way. Yeah, honestly, yeah. he he was not. <laughs> you know what I mean? That wasn't our guy like that. I just appreciated mm-hmm. the fact that he was like a really good, interesting villain, and I can watch him in any sense. Like he, yeah, Tom Hudson is just in a incredible, incredible actor. But like, um, yeah, man, I did not expect that. I did not expect the turn in in the story. But once it set off, and the first credit thing I noticed was a soundtrack. Well. Bro, credit yeah, no, James credit, credit. You get into I was, it, yeah. I was chatting to you on his name like a couple of weeks ago because I think... I mean, he made some non-strokes, so not too much credit on his name. But I think that was where it stemmed <laughs> from. I saw bare people criticising him. I was like, Rob, he makes six films or so. Like, what has he done? Like, why are people calling his film shit? Then when I looked at it, yes, it was like a past <laughs> of him saying a mazzoline. So it makes yeah. sense. But he, that trailer is probably the best Marvel trailer I've seen in ages. Like it's the first trailer, even like for an action film, where it's like I am not giving you what's happening in this film, and you think yeah. so much can happen. Like you, you think Peter's gonna die because you see that scene of Nebula carrying him, and you think, yeah, he's done out here. And the way it's just Nebula carrying him because he's lit, like he's drunk, <laughs> absolutely yeah, no, kills no, no, me. No, yeah. When even I put the way that the together, team walked, it was like, yeah, we, we yep. got to do this for Peter, bro. He's down. I don't know mm. if he's going to be alive again, but yeah. It's These so, times so he's so... absolutely just gone off the whiskeys. <laughs> what would you say? It, and and that's like, another thing, sorry, just to, just to go on the earlier no, point. On. I watched a sh- I watched something and it said that Peter's like drinking stemmed from the Guardians thing, Guardians movie at Christmas. Like, yeah. That was the thing. And yeah, then, yeah, you yeah. know, when, like, he was, like, to Mantis, you're my sister and stuff. Like, I was like, what the fuck are you on about? But so that's that, another that, thing. That was a storyline from that. Yeah. And, I, like, I didn't... I was like, huh? I was confused. And that's the problem I kind of thought, like... I mean, I'll get into more about what I think about the film totally. But, like, that's one of the things I kind of mean earlier is the fact that something small like that, it's just like, well, that's your brother. It's like, when was this even said? Oh, well, I yeah. had to have watched the Christmas specials. Like, yeah. why the fuck have I got to watch the Christmas specials or like learn something <laughs> quite important like that? Because surely that's like a big reveal, like you want in the movie. And mm. to be fair, yeah. like ultimately they kind of brush it off, and it's it's mentioned once, and that's it. 
Really? But, like, uh, okay, so wasn't that mentioned in the second one? That. I thought they mentioned no, that in no, the second no, one. No, like, no, briefly, it's only no. in the Christmas special. Mantis, you don't even know Mantis' ego's, ego's daughter until the okay. Christmas special. I definitely drunk. You do, you do that, think it's his special, but yeah, yeah. Like, literally, I I was okay with it. But you're right; like they didn't actually explain that. I don't know. It was definitely because I watched the Christmas special, so yeah, it just rolled off for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Cosmo's dog special. introducing the Christmas special as well. Yeah, the, is he the Christmas special? I thought he's no. He's at the end of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, I think. Because okay. remember, remember, there's the collector, the post credit scene. They find the collector. And, um, oh, with the isn't dog. she one of, one of the cells? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, the collector yeah. has all of this stuff that he has collected, obviously. And Cosmo the dog is one of them. And then they free oh, Cosmo, yes. and then oh, that's yes. when that's when they. I remember, and I'm surprised I remember that because I barely remember Guardians of the Galaxy two, which goes yeah. to show that it, yeah. his post credit scene was so interesting compared to the rest <laughs> of the scene. And actually, to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy two, like as a segue. That I didn't think that film was good because it focused too much on Peter and Peter's emotional and character development. And it's mm-hmm. like, I understand, that's cool, but there's actually, this is a team film. Like, this is all about a team. And if yeah. you wanted it to be a film about Peter, you could have just called this Star Lord one. But it kind of felt like all the other characters were just sidemen, they were just there doing their own thing in the background. And Peter's like wrestling with his, you know, issues with his dad and all of this shit. And then at the end, they all look back up and they're like, okay, we're still the Guardians. And they walk off into the sunset. And I was just like, it's a totally fine film. It's not super shit, but it just doesn't really fit in this trilogy. Well, this yeah. is like the interesting thing, like, because I, I was trying to think back, because obviously like one of the things going around on Twitter today is like, how would you rank the three? And like, you know, the way I kind of felt about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I thought it was, I thought it was well done. I thought like out of everything that I've seen since Endgame, it's probably the best thing. And, you know, it also felt as though James Gunn had given had been given free reign to say, this is your trilogy. You finish it how you need to finish it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing. Like, with Guardians of the Galaxy and, with, like, with Thor, some of the decisions in Endgame that were clearly made by Fadey and whoever, they've just been retconned. So, like, in Thor, yeah. Love and Thunder, they did not want... Uh, Tycho didn't want him to go off with them. So, immediately, he retcons that. He gets his eye yep. back and then he's like, bite, see you later. I'm going out back onto my <laughs> and, You know, James Gunn, similar stuff with this. He's like, I don't like this from Endgame. I'm just going to do my own thing. Yep. And, you know, it's great. You know, in that sense, it is his vision. It does kind of feel tonally kind of consistent with his kind of the first two. And obviously, it's kind of heightened with the drama. But I still couldn't help feel, but kind of by the very end, I thought they've done that really well. Obviously, Rocket Sark's really great. You know, Warlock's really funny. Um, but again, maybe you kind of have that point of, is he too funny? Does he need to be a bit more kind of serious and kind of sincere, given obviously that his power and stuff? But by the end, I still kind of did feel like this is familiar, which is why I'd kind of say, you know, like if you gave it like a five-star rating, I'd be like, yeah, I'd give that a three. But then if I think about it, I would have probably given like one and two, both four, but I don't, I can't remember them. I'd have to go back and watch them and say, actually, That's do I feel differently now I go through? Because I can say this is definitely the best kind of late MCU film I've seen. But for me, I think I'd just say because it's... everything's so familiar at this stage, it's just, mm. I don't know. I think I'm just I a would, bit I would say three is the best for me, you know, because I feel like, like I said, the reasons why I said about two, two does not move me as a film whatsoever. Yeah. Whereas three of it did all the things it was familiar because it was like one 
but it felt scaled up. And like they wrote their character arts well. Like the character arts finished and did well. Like it wasn't so comic that the, the poignant moments weren't poignant. Like the the villain was actually scary and got like was probably the best villain of the three. Like it had moments for all characters and had teachable moments for everyone yeah. in it. I would say out my personal ranking right now, and I need to go see it again, but right now it's three one two. But I might watch one again and put one at the top. Mine would be the same. I think mine would be the same. So knowing you, Scully, you'll probably change your opinion because you hate me. No, no, no. I was shocked that we landed on the the same one, but... But yeah, it's three, three, one and two. I I really did like one. And I feel like what what made three so good was the fact that he hit all the, those nostalgia points. Um, and like, honestly, where I started crying for, for other reasons that I, I won't really get into right now is one, obviously, Rocket story. And then when Rocket was like, yeah, I'm going to play this song. And then it was the first song from like the, in, like, from yeah, the, yeah, from yeah. the intro from the first one. Like, honest to God, like, go, like, goose, like, chills down my spine and everything. Even like the yeah. happiness song, like, I've been playing uh, Dog Days, Dog days are over. When they like played Flores Machine, I was so happy. Especially because they started with, I was saying to Jude, yeah, Radiohead, a lot of people love it. It's an all-timer to a lot of people. I hate that song. But I have a personal thing about that song. But I recognise that it is a classic, in it? But it just, the soundtrack just continued to go up. Like, when they played Beastie Boys, I was loving it. When they played Florence, like you said, like the reference to the first one, like it just felt like it got so many things right and it hit those points. But while it hit the nostalgia porn points, it still actually was a well-written film that that everything made sense, which is what I felt about the nostalgic points in MCU. Like a lot of things have not made sense and it kind of kept up the threat. It introduced new characters and did it in like Adam Warlock, is a really interesting Marvel character and James Gunn ma- managed to put him in the film without it make- being too much. Like it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like force feeding him. It was just like, he's here. You see elements of him. He's going to have like in total, probably seven minutes screen time, but each moment is going to be like, it's going to hit or have a reason and he's not going to say too much and it's just going to be fine. And he has some of the best kind of like funniest kind of moments in there as well. Yep. Like when he's got that weird little dog thing and then Gamora yep. throws it together. He's like, the rash. Like stuff like all like stuff yeah. is really After he'd been really after well. just flown through a ship and destroyed everything. Like, yeah, rash. exactly. Or like, then it, even when he, when he like hugs him at the end, like where he's lost his, fa- his own family, yeah, like yeah, high yeah. and his, and his mum, and like they're all hugging and he's like, oh, oh okay, yeah. this is the thing we're doing then. And then he just starts hugging them all like, I think it's just it's it rounds out that whole trilogy, I think, as best as it possibly could, you know. And mm. as I say, I probably when it comes out on Disney Plus, I'll probably try and watch all three of them together again and do a more kind of definitive, like actual kind of ranking of them. But again, like the, I guess the problem that I felt at the end as well is like this was really well told and it is closure. You know, this yeah. feels like the end of these heroes. They've had their story. They're all going off into the sunset. Some of them, you know, Mantis is going off to find kind of what she wants to do and find peace. Drax is going to stay kind of like and look after like I guess the kids, kind of I guess with Nebula. You know, Rocket is going to head up the team, um, and then obviously Star Lord goes home, and then you get to all of that kind of end credits, and then the, the final stinger is Star Lord will be back, and it's like, oh, 
Yeah, but I it's, think it'll be part of the Now, nah, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think because they called him the legendary Star-Lord and the legendary Star-Lord is his solo comic. So yeah, yeah. I think okay. I think that's yeah. what's that's what's coming for him. And you have to remember oh. the next phase of MCU. We are now coming to the end of our spoilers, so you got fifteen seconds to say any more spoilers if you want it. Well, I I just boy, yeah, I just wanted to reiterate the point of the soundtrack. I I loved it. I've loved every soundtrack that the Guardians, the Galaxy series, is like put together, and I think James Gunn is phenomenal at that. And yeah, yeah man, as you were saying, mm-hmm. like all of the storytelling devices like put together, it really made sense. And alongside like the comedic nature of Guardians of the Galaxy, that multiplied by the emotional pull of the film, the character arcs all intertwining and coming to like a brilliant end. Like I was satisfied. I think that's like one of the first films in the MCU and films generally where I've been so invested in the characters where I was happy with every character's ending arc. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was satisfied mm. with everyone. Everyone's in a place where I either want to see what they can do with them like in the future, whether in standalone TV shows or you're happy to never see them again. Yeah, or be yeah, literally. I'll be happy to not see them again. Like especially Drax, because David Bautista has been talking about leaving this role for several years now, man. It's gone to the I think again, I think that's it. I think so much of it just feels like finality. And I think, you know, they don't want to lose them because obviously they want to just keep things going. And they, I guess they know they've got the characters there. They can kind of go to milk them and kind of get their money's worth when they want. But I don't know. Like, again, it just felt like such a finale, like a, such a conclusion to this set of heroes. That yeah. Again, I was just like, I don't want to see these guys again. Yeah, it was like that's why with- I rate Yeah, that's why I rate it. I think when you write something so well that you can tie up all those loose ends, yeah, it's actually something beautiful so i get what you're saying like i agree with you like there are characters in it who i don't want to see ever again like no. let the rest let him move on let nebula rest let mantis rest like if chris pratt wants to come back let him do his thing like there's room for him to do that now i want to see nebula i want to see nebula again i think nebula's character is so unique and so flipping like yeah she's still got a bit of an arc and she's essentially the new gamora she's essentially the new gamora so like one thing i said to jude is like even though like you said Ross they brought back Gamora in a way that they could like because she hadn't experienced what had gone on in the Guardians films she didn't have the same personality she wasn't the same person Mm -hmm. so she hadn't had that character development and even though she started to have it in this film it was way more interesting to me to see Nebula have it and like Nebula do certain things that Gamora would have done and you have to remember as well that the next phase of um, the MCU phase five and phase six is going to be super cosmic, so you're going to have all the people who are going to be in space. So you're going to have Miss Marvel, Adam Warlock mm-hmm. is probably going to become a staple. Mm-hmm. You're going to have they've been they teased Supernova in Guardians of the Galaxy one, which is super interesting to me because Supernova is the one who's most likely to link up with Warlock, or Adam Warlock, and mm-hmm. we haven't seen him again since. But but I think he is coming in in the MCU, which is why. Yeah. Peter Quill probably has to remain amongst it because you can't have Daredevil like flying through space and battling aliens and not being shocked. But like Peter Quill will be accustomed to that. You'd say, yeah, whatever. Like this is normal. This is this is my day to day type thing. Yeah. So I I guess why he's still it. It makes sense why yeah. he's still in it. You know what I mean? And you know. And I- 
No, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say I do agree like on Nebula, like the one thing I would say though is I feel like everyone acted their asses off, man. Like Yeah. Um what's the name? Karen Gillian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like she was phenom- phenomenal in that role. Like she had like a limited limited amount to play with, but I feel like she really did everything she could. So I think she may be bowing out for a while, if not appearing in like, yeah. the next Avengers. And again, like I'm I'm happy with that. But Do you yeah, know what's crazy? Do you know crazy? She manages to sorry, um mm-hmm. Nebula manages to convey all that emotion like while being angry all the time. Yeah. Like like her emotional spectrum is like anger tinged with something else. And Karen Gilligan, she managed to Gillian, sorry, she managed to portrayed that the entire way and i know yeah. it's a good film because that is one of the f- only films in the last 10 years i can remember where i saw a flashback as a plot device consistently through the film and it wasn't corny and it wasn't cheesy and it actually made me emotional that yeah. even the fact that rocket like rocket gets to the pearly gates let's say yeah like most time when you see that in a film it's either the worst film or the best film i have not seen that happen in a film for years and it'd be good and in this i really didn't mind it i was like yo you know what i get it the last yeah. time i remember it was that final harry potter and when it like oh yeah weird creepy dumbledore baby or something on the floor and it's just like what the <laughs> fuck is this oh yeah no infinity war did it well as well when Thanos was going to the the spirit realm or whatever it's called Oh, well, baby, good morning. I can't remember it, you know. When he was, when when yeah. she was like, "Did you get it?" and he was, and she was, he was like, "Yeah." And oh then he, yeah. She was like, yeah, "What did yeah, it cost?" Yeah. And he was like, "Everything." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also, I oh. wanted to to do a brief shout out to like um Chuck Woody Iwuji, like the high level oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. evolution. Yeah. He was, he was like stunning. He was like enthralling in parts. He really made me. He made me feel a type of way. Like, and I said this to he should have been Kang. Well, Maybe yeah, we did I have mean, that discussion yeah, I mean, briefly. The rolls up for grabs, dude. Also, I, I wanted to say like, um, he is such a theatrical actor. It felt mm-hmm. like he was literally stealing the scene every time he appeared on screen, mm-hmm. man. And that was just that was just great. Like, I want to see more. Of My him. favorite scene of him is this. This one. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he's cool. I, was, I was in the cinema and I was like, yeah, you're a bad man. Do you know what it is as well, yeah? So for those that know, don't know, James Gunn made the Suicide Squad remake. A lot of people think that's a sequel. It's not a sequel. It kind of is, but it isn't. It's basically a retcon. And if you have not seen Suicide Squad, as in the latest Suicide Squad, not the one with Will Smith, it is, like, one of the funniest comic book movies, like, full stop i love it like, i think it's so good and then the peacemaker tv show that came from it as well is awesome like it's it's i would generally say the peacemaker tv show might be the best superhero slash comic book show next to flipping um watchmen that like, is that mm. good and he steals the show in that and all he is is serious like he manages to be serious like he's in guardians of the galaxy 3 but also funny like i don't know yeah. how chuck does it like he's he like He's not really ever making jokes, but he manages to flip every situation around him, both in Peacemaker and in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and make it funny when it shouldn't be funny. 
And yeah. yeah, I do think if this is his only, I don't think I'll say to Jude, I don't think this will be his only time in the MCU purely because for one, the high evolutionary is like a top tier villain, like mm. in general, just anyway in comics. And two, he was so good and we don't really see what happens to him. They've surely got to bring him back. Like worst comes to worst. A Kang variant. Because that was what everyone said on Twitter. They need to make him a Kang variant, which obviously they don't even have to though. They could actually just get rid of Kang and just follow his storyline because High Evolutionary as himself, like I said, is an elite villain. So he yeah. doesn't even have to be Kang. They could just be like, well, here he is. And yeah, we thought Kang was but next for the, bad, but he's For the thread him. of everything else, I guess you kind of have to yeah. have Kang, right? Kang do does think, need to come back at some point. Do you think they just offer it to him and then just try and have that as their sort of kind of like easy explanation of, oh, well, actually, he's in Guardians of Galaxy 3 as well. He was just hidden as the High Evolutionary. It'll be a great get out of jail for you, Carter. Like, I think they would They've love got to a do good that. Out, but I don't know if they well, do it. But you know what? I don't. Yeah, I don't think they do it. I don't think. I think it's got to a point where they've let this go on for so long that they're probably just going to turn around. Then the next thing's going to come out, and he's going to be there. There's going to be a bit of back and forth, but it just might continue. I think we've got to yeah, that stage. I can't lie. We, we just keeping, like, they're keeping that stuff. man. They're keeping that man on his can still. I can't. It's, yeah, it's too I much. It's too much. There's too much to change. With all the other kind of characters as well, like the fact that you know, like the like Spider Man, you have got the variations, and it's Tobey Maguire, it's Andrew Garfield. Oh, uh, Reed Richards. Oh, it's John Krasinski here, but it's probably going to be Adam Driver if that casting mm. is accurate for the new film. Mm. Then it's like Kang is John Majors every single time. Like every time, like even when like, like the cancel Kang is like, I've not mm. seen Quantum Mania, but I've seen all that and stuff. It's like every single yeah. Kang is is him. It's like, yeah, you ha- they have kind of fucked themselves a little bit. They could have just kind of just had it as you only see one and then it reappears and it's also him. But then also just kind of thought actually, if we'd just done it like the other way, you could have well, just had the, your out, get out of jail free card right mad. there. It is well, mad. DJ DJ Disney allegedly have hit the reset button in terms of the rollout and the PR. So he's now officially dating Megan Good. Um, I wonder if she's getting a bag for that. I feel like she probably is. There was because... a quote tweet about oh. certain men that are abusive and I've never laughed so much in my life. But, um, what, saying yeah. you never see an abusive man without a, a bad Without thing? no women, blood, I couldn't stop laughing. It's true. It's, it's so tr- true. it's so true, but so unfortunate. Yeah, and I think it's weird that they would because I can't lie, yeah. Why would you just start dating a man who is going through this court case and who allegedly just be <laughs> like surely there has to be payola there? Where did you meet him in the courtroom? Like at what point did you think over the last three weeks? Yeah, uh, I don't this know. is somebody who has to jump in a What is going on in that in that that whole section of life? I just have no clue, man. But shout out to them. Well, not shout out to them actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do just do whatever you're doing in it. Just nah, the Kang it. situation, I'm gonna be watching closely because I think Disney have aired it so far, and I think they want it to all blow over. I think he's gonna bust case. I think they're going to make it so he busts his case. He doesn't go to jail. If anything, he pays a heavy fine or he does some community service. They minimize and do damage control, make it seem like yeah, they had an argument. He did something. He goes free. They pause for a couple of months, like let's say three to six. Then Loki season two drops. He obviously does a stellar performance in it and we, the world moves on and it kind of becomes a footnote 
in the annals of history and um you will only be able to find references to it in places like this podcast actually agree and i think wikipedia mm. entries and stuff like the way pr campaigns and stuff like that work is someone can go on his page and edit every day that oh yeah he done these things but they would just move it over in the details yep. like oh yeah the case yep. it got dismissed and they yep. would check every day every other yep. hour because this is their main guy yep. for however long like, yep. it's, it's nasty. He was supposed to be a decade in. Like, he was the franchise player. They put all of the... They bet they, on right, they, they, he's, he's actually John Morant and it's peak. Yeah. I was literally about to say, I was literally going to bring up the John Morant comparison. Oh, like, like, Nike got rid of Kyrie Irving because he posted a documentary that had anti-Semitic information. He apologised, but they felt it took too long. They replaced him with John Morant and now John Morant can't stop showing guns on Instagram Live. And now Nike are like, right. So we got rid of one guy for somebody who is clearly much worse. <laughs> and, I, I, and these corporations can't save face, like, because you've made your choice now. So it's like, all right, cool. We're, we're kind of gonna have to make this work. He proper wanted to show it as well. That's what that's what's jarring. He proper, yeah. like, he was itching. Like, I don't, I, His friend was trying to hide it from him. Anyway. Oh, but yeah, nearly, I think we should definitely. Yeah, it's nearly a new day. I think we should just what like move on to briefly discuss like what we've been watching. I have to admit, I want to go first because I haven't been watching much recently. Like I've been in an anime hole slash Ted Lasso. And you know, when you're just in a hole of watching your comfort kind of shows and stuff. So um, Ross, you've never watched that anime before, right? Or in, in that sense? Uh, like this uh, I don't think I've actually, I thought, actually I got quite a bit way through Death Note before. And then okay. I don't yeah, know why. Standard, I think it, standard, I think it yeah. came off. I think it like because I'd watched some, like I'd watched some, like anime movies and stuff like that. And you know, mm-hmm. and I think it was after a recent. I can see like, you I'd watching watched, the Studio Ghibli. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, Studio Ghibli, I really love. And then I was, I'd watched Akira and I'd watched Paprika, and I was like, this Cold. is sick. And I was like, yep. I want to try and watch more. And then I started Death Note. And then I think it was like the Netflix license ran out, and I was like, I wasn't going to be able to get through it all, so I just yeah. watched where I could, and then. It just it was just I gone. It. I think you need to watch. You need tradition... to watch Banana Fish. <laughs> no, don't don't do that. No, Banana Fish um, is great. Banana Fish is great. Don't do that, Jude, because it's actually great. Yeah, I know, but it's just you know, I've I haven't heard you suggest that one that like, straight off the bat. So I didn't no, know, but yeah, think about it because if the last thing you watch is Death Note, Banana Fish is probably going to be something that grabs him, and it's something that animals <sighs> that's not like. Are you, not, are you sure? Like, yeah, hundred percent. I know uh, Ross, trust me. He will like why, 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 I'm gonna write it down and take him on note. 100% Banana Fish is quite if it, somebody who is not an anime fan, it's one of the best animes for them to start watching because it's not full of like ridiculous like superpowers or like too many like demons or vampires or anything like that. It's, it's real life, like it's based on real life. Right. I, I, like, I would, yeah, I would put so many before that, that. Yeah, but um, I was gonna suggest Villain Saga because it's on Netflix, it's actually. Well, yeah, it is like fantastical in some senses, but it's a seinen anime, and it's yeah. But about, I think like, I think the, the difference with that, I think Villain Saga is good, but it's not finite. Like Banana Fish has an ending in it, like so you only watch you watch the eighteen episodes and it's done. Whereas like Villain Saga is still yeah. ongoing in it, and like season yeah. one compared to season two, a mad difference. So you're gonna what you'll do is Ross, yeah, you should watch Villain Saga. It's good, but you'll watch season one thinking it. it's one thing. 
and then you watch season two, and you'll be like, oh, it's not this thing that I thought it was. No, you, you'll get it. I think, you should... I think you'll enjoy season two more. Okay. Bro, it's, it's give him, let, let him let him have the chance <laughs> to just go into it and watch it. I think you, yeah, you, basically, you basically broke down the whole structure for him to see it. Let him just do his thing and watch it. But yeah, banana fish. Maybe come back and cuss you, Jason. Is a mad. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know about. No, banana. no, you like. He will. He will like it. That's his type of thing. If you've watched Paprika, then you will like banana fish, hundred percent. On the topic of anime, I do yeah, want to yeah. shout out if you've not seen it, Bell from a couple of years ago. Yeah, Bell is amazing. I've seen. I saw him, that yeah. at London Film Festival, and that was What's incredible. Bell is. Uh, yeah, you want to describe? Yeah, it's it's like it's so it's basically sort of like a um kind of like a modern retelling of like Beauty and the Beast, but obviously yeah. kind of a bit more kind of like fantastical, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. Like it's the true. music, like the animation style, just how everything's kind of weaved together and how it kind of unfolds. It's just yeah, Jude, think, it's think just incredible. Beauty, I thought, yeah, no, hundred percent. Think Beauty, the, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast meets the metaverse because it's essentially about so. a girl who, yeah, like she finds. She finds it hard to sing without being like behind her avatar. Yeah. So she yeah. goes into the universe attempting to be this thing behind a mask. And it's like the avatars take on the image of the person. Like, so mm-hmm. you okay, might go in more, there. Yeah, tell yeah. Let more. me stop explaining. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's what I've been on. I've just been on a few anime stuff and Ted Lasso, which I think has like two episodes left. I'm very worried. Yeah, it's near the end of the season. It's a good season, definitely. Good end season. of the season and the show. Is it what is it? This is the last season. This is the last season, bro. I didn't know that. Oh, much. This is the last season. Oh, that's much. CJ, what have you been watching? You're muted. I'm muted because I'm doing something on my phone, bro. Why um, are you bro. laying down like this? I don't want to. I don't nah, bro, to be I've, I've, I've been. I've been up since six a.m. Please, that's fine, but. No, but we just want to know what you're watching. Um, what have I been watching? I watched um Dreamland with Lily Allen. Um, oh, you've been on that show, innit? Oh, listen, it's so good. Uh, uh, it's so good. I, I wish it was more episodes. Um, I can't wait for series two. Um, okay. it's a really good British kind of trashy comedy drama with like a good storyline and characters that like I can't wait till they go more in depth about. Like in series two, like you can see certain characters have problems and certain things that they're not trying to acknowledge, but you don't know the why. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like it's it, it really shocked me, and it like like by episode three, I was like, okay, this is this is good, but like episode okay. one and two, I was like, yeah, I'm not too sure, and then episode three, I was like, you know, what? I do like this. So hopefully, series two, they flesh it out a bit more. Um. And yeah, the storyline was good as well, man. Like, it's just like a, yeah, fam- family storyline. Um, what else I've been watching? Been getting through Hajime no Whippo. Um, Jeez! Well. That's my favourite anime. One of um, my favourites. And then... Have I watched anything else? I watched Empire of Light the other day. Um, oh, yeah. I quite like that I film. I quite like that film. I you know what? Seen that, you know? It, it, it got panned at like in like reviews and that, but I didn't think it was that bad. I don't think Michael Michael uh what's his name Michael White 
Michael Ward. Ward. Michael Ward. <laughs> My, Michael White, you know what? I'm tired, bro. Uh, I don't think Michael Ward has to go back in the tracksuit anymore. Yeah, I remember um, you you going to say this. That is it was, it was, it was, nah, it was I think he did well in it, man. Yeah, man. I think um, if you've seen that um, Steve McQueen series he did, Small Axe. Yeah, Small Axe was good great. Well. I need to watch that. I need to watch that. But yeah. Um, and then the main character, I always forget her name, some Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Olivia she Coleman. Was, she was great in that, man. She was great. Like, genuinely great. I think it was weird that they were fucking far for the film, but it is what it is, isn't it? Spoiler <laughs> that. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's literally in the trailer. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it, yeah. Looked, it, it looked like he was going to run a thing, to be fair. Yeah, it is. Ross, you know <laughs> Ross I mean? what you been watching? <laughs> besides besides uh, Michael Wood and Olivia Coleman doing interracial. I'm just adding that to my list right now. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're national front outside the door. That is hilarious. <laughs> That is what I've was been, um, outside. That is so fun. <laughs> I've been I've been cracking on through Barry, um, still. And Barry's good. I know Jay you've been watching it, and I tell you what, yeah. it's I've had to kind of pause like on my binge because it's just it's one of those shows that I kind of mentioned it before the fact that like the, it's just evolves kind of with each series from kind of obviously kind of being almost like an out and out comedy, and it just gets darker and darker and like. Series four now is kind of like it's incredible stuff, but it is just so like pitch black now at this stage that it's kind of like oof. it's not I'm the really easiest interested. thing to kind of like it's it's great to binge. Like I want to keep going through every episode as quickly as I can. But I'm it's really just like interested. I think I need a breather to like just kind of unwind and actually kind of digest what some of the stuff that you kind of you're seeing. And yeah, I mean you're like halfway through season one right now, right? Yeah, so you put me onto this show. I'm on season, uh, I'm on episode four, and you were saying it gets dark, and I was like, right, like on episode two, he's already wrestling with existentialism, and on episode three, he's already wrestling with the consequences of all his actions. So I'm thinking, how dark is this show gonna get? Because it's oh, not like it's yeah. funny, but it's not like light by any standards. <laughs> like no. it's definitely like, I, already a dark show. And when you were kind of saying that, like your little recap from like one to four is like, oh yeah, actually, it's about to be pitch black, like super dark in like two episodes so it's like, oh, okay. actually so that's gonna hit like and that's gonna hit and you're gonna be like what the fuck like and it's as i say it's incredible stuff but like it's just bill hayden's doing something incredible with that and like he said he's gonna go out and do like horror movie like after he's finished barry so i'm really excited to see what he kind of comes up with because i mean his what he's gone done with barry as i say it's incredible um and i've just kind of been catching up as i say trying to get through a couple of films I've caught up with a couple of the MCU things, obviously. Um, I rewatched Bullet Train the other day because when I saw that in the cinema, I, really I wasn't the biggest fan of it last year. Really? So I thought it was just a bit bloated and I thought it was just a bit Bullet too Train. anarchic. But then actually watching it at home with lower expectations, a lot better than I thought. A lot I'm better than go, I kind yeah. of remember it being. I thought, actually, this is pretty good. It's not going to be this because the, the partner of the other guy does obviously does all John Wick, like Stileski. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. he's never going to reach that kind of like mm-hmm. that peak, but it's good fun. And actually, you kind of think, oh, okay, it's, this it's isn't defo good fun. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot, man. And if like, you haven't it. seen it, Hunt, which is a movie that came out, I think, last year. And it's got uh, Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game, like the main guy. Okay. And it's like I'm a Korean, Korean thriller. And it's basically like, if you've seen like Inferno Affairs, which is the Departed yeah, yeah. was based from, imagine that, but without any subtlety at all. Okay, cool. So it's like I this kind of like that. political thriller, but it's just like, it goes zero to a hundred, like basically in the first minute. And then it just carries on like that. So oh that's God, good fun as well. I'd say not yeah, subtle no. at all, but it's good. 
I'm gonna add Barry to my list of things. Barry's good, man. Ba- Barry's Barry's, good. Barry's yeah. on my list to watch. Barry's, Barry's probably next, and then yeah. you look to watch Severus, man. F I need to. I need to. Yeah, I need Severus. to catch Severus up on Succession. Severance is one series and it's so funny and so dark and it's like nine episodes. You can do it in two days if you really put your head to it. Dude, yeah, how much are right. you on uh, Succession now? You're still on season <laughs> one. Pussy. No, I'm on see. I'm like nearly finished with season two, bro. Oh, still a I mean, we've got two episodes left of season four. I caught up with Succession. That episode. Yeah, I, I, caught, uh, I, I caught up with Succession <laughs> and then I... I don't know how I'm going to do it. There's so many gonna... episodes. You are, think... you are doing it. Dude, just put it on, man. Trust me. You don't have to pay attention that much. No, you do. I like paying attention. No, no, no. It's one of those shows you have to pay attention to. Uh, yeah, like, I have to. Like, last week, I watched last week's episode, Hungover, and like I was like in and out of it. And then I clocked it today. I was like, no, I need to watch this episode again because I missed so much of what was going on. Like, I've got a rough idea, that's what I'm saying. I've been, I started Barry, as you, as you pointed out. That was, that's a good film, uh, good show, sorry. But um, trying to work out whatever you want. Airs on Amazon Prime. So I'm going to get into air, finally watch that soon. Nice. Airs on Amazon Prime show. already? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed to be it? I'm it's watching like it tomorrow. I'm watching it like tomorrow. Last, last, um, last episode, Russ. Like, oh yeah, how, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like these films just come and go now. Like it literally mm. felt like that was in cinemas for two and a half weeks, and then. But yeah, it was supposed it. to. I feel like that was supposed to come out on Amazon Prime, and then they're like, it, oh, "Yeah, that was be- one that was set for Prime, but then they released yeah. it because Evil Dead, the new Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise, made like a mm. hundred million globally." And then they kind of said that actually it was only meant to go to HBO Max. It was yeah. never meant to go to cinemas. And they're like, this thing's a massive hit. And then as soon as they announced 100 million, they're like, great, we're going to send it to VOD now. It's like, yeah, why? Yeah. It's making bank. Like, it was, mm-hmm. this would have made zero dollars and it's making bank <laughs> while you're trying to send it straight to video, like on demand. Like, it makes it's no wild, sense. It's hilarious. Is there anything else I'm watching right now? I feel like those are the only things. Yeah, Barry. I feel like there's a few things I want to watch, but I can't think right now. And it is, is Barry a horror, guys? Dark comedy. It's very dark comedy. I think it's going to get gory. Like, oh, at this point, I think so far, it's I think. probably more like drama than comedy. Okay. Dramedy. I also, I also um, started watching Power Book 2 again. Oh, um, yeah, same, actually. But, same. But that is absolutely trash. And I watched that when I'm bored. Yeah, oh, I, I've, I've I've only watched episode one, but I've really enjoyed the original Power. So, and I heard the last end of Powerback book two is quite good. So, um, I need to I need to do that. I'm gonna watch that and finish Snowfall as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got a season and a half to go of Snowfall. But yeah, man. Oh, lastly, um, actually, now we can leave that for next time. But yeah, man, I just wanted to finish off this episode if i could um thank you guys for joining me joining us joining the played in full podcast cj but put yeah, that heart away no i'm not wife, i'm not actually that. fuck it wife fuck it why not, why not? you're Wait. doing it the wrong way you idiot way you fucking yeah 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 no i'm not doing it anymore i'm not doing and now you're and now your hands are in, why are you saying you're not doing it when you're still doing it because I wanted to try it. It looks like he's throwing up gang signs. Anyway, put him away, man. Oh, can we just go, man? No, I'm, I'm yeah, no. No, honestly, thank you guys for joining us. And next week, we shall be back with what episode?
that's what I wanted to finalize with. So it was just gibbering and jabbering. But um, yeah, I'm not too sure yet. What would be released for next week? I actually don't know. Hmm. Might have to go to a classic. Yeah, we, we we might have to do something a bit a bit special. What should what what should we all watch? Oh yeah, that could be a challenge. Maybe we should all just jump on something nobody's been watching. Well, let's got a bit of film though. Let's do a film because that's just easier. Let's put this out, see what the people say, and then yeah, go and watch what they say. True. Oh, this May nineteenth. What's out this Friday? And oh, Fast X. Unfortunately, it's Fast X. Oh, I might have to do a a ten film. I'm I'm like (laughs) yeah, yeah, I'm like four or five films behind. I think I stopped watching at. Was it five or six? You see where um Jason Statham came in? Like it was the second one with that was six. That was the first one with the rock coming, and they like they Uh, do that thing where Vin Diesel tries to leap the wall of cars and he does it. But what I think someone either punches the car or catches a car or some shit like that. I said, yeah, Yeah, Vin Diesel. I said I'm done with this shit. And I've heard people say that. I've heard people say it's maximalist maximalist cinema, and like. I don't even think it is. I just think it's bro, stupid. Think bro, it's, it's, it's absolutely. Right do you know when I was out of Fast and Furious? Like, I've watched all of them in it because I used to go with my bro- I used to go with my brothers, um, like all the time for the releases. Uh, but um, yeah, where I was out was when I went to the buy and Vin Diesel lifted a bulletproof car. I was like, yeah, that's that's, that's yes, yeah. I said nah, man. I I checked out. I checked out when a man called Brixton, a cyborg man called Brixton, was introduced. Played by Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Brixton. I mean, that was the, that was the second to last film, by the way. Brixton. Have you seen that, the Twitter thread going around at the moment? Where it's yeah, just like, that is. They're going yeah, through yeah, all yeah, the yeah, worst yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. My it's for like you page is literally just filled with that. Literally, yeah. In the the scene when he stumps on the floor and the whole street crumbles, and he says, "Like the thing about street <laughs> fighting is for the streets," and he steps on the floor, and then the whole fucking road crumbles. That is. Magnificently shit, but it is what I expect from Fast and Furious. And We're gonna like have that. to do Fast X next week because we're gonna man, have to. Too funny a Fuck. conversation to not have. You, oh. I've got way too many films to watch, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I can make. I'm it. gonna. I'm got, gonna I literally have watch the first five. I'm a cinema snub. I refuse to go watch a film like that, and I'm I'm going for you. I'm paying that five pounds. Scully, you you don't need to have if seen because go... they're all about family. That's all you have to worry about. <laughs> Family. Nah, yeah, maybe. Nah, right, oh yeah. If you Russ if you go Queen, you know, Russ is if you, if you go Queen and view CJ, you can just walk in. So actually, let me not say okay. that. Next episode, that. all of us has to wear a bike. view. Next episode, all of us, we just have to wear a black vest and a and a I'm on that. with a cross. I'm on that. Like literally, I'm I've definitely got a Yeah, I've got a black vest. Like we all have to wear. Like we have. To. Everyone wear a bow cap. Everyone wear a bow cap. Can I wear my flat cap? No, family, DJ. family, okay. family, <laughs> family. <laughs> Oi, that's, yeah, the next, that's the next episode title. Family, yeah, family, <laughs> family. Ten times, but alright, cool, man, lads. It's been real. It's been enjoyable as always. Safe and take care. Have a good week. Ah, oh, here it goes. Oh, here it goes. Podcast Network.